Hey Siri, play the music to my ears podcast. Now playing music to my ears podcast. Mr. DJ, want to turn the music up? Welcome to, to the, the Music, music to, to My, my Ears, Ears podcast. podcast. Welcome back, listeners, to the Music to My Ears podcast. This is your host, Malachi. This is the show where I take your music and put it to my ears and then review my thoughts and opinions based on your recommendations sent in by you guys. Starting this week, I am going to dive into records suggested by you listeners out there. Getting us started this week is a recommendation from Panama City native Garrett Hester. When asked on Instagram what he would consider a 10 out of 10 album, he suggested none other than the third mixtape from Chicago rapper Chance the Rapper, entitled Coloring Book. Chance the Rapper wasn't new to the music scene when creating this mixtape. Chance first came into the scene releasing his first mixtape during his senior year of high school in 2012, entitled 10 Day. After seeing his success online from this release, Chance decided to take his sound further one year later in 2013 with the release of his second mixtape, Acid Rap. This is where I got introduced to Chance the Rapper through hit songs like Juice, Cocoa Butter Kisses, and favorite song featuring Childish Gambino. This mixtape debuted at number 63 on the Billboard Hip Hop charts. People believe that the mixtape would have charted higher if the rapper had been signed and affiliated with major music companies such as Spotify and Apple Music. On this mixtape, Chance opens up about living in Chicago and the hardships that come along with that. However, unlike 10 Day, Chance pulls in national rappers such as Action Bronson and Ab Soul to help get different views on the harsh themes of the tape. Chance then took some years off in order to focus on his own life, proposing to his girlfriend and having a daughter with her. But Chance wasn't done creating. Little did the world know that Chance would be working on what I believe to be his greatest work today. This being Coloring Book. On this tape, Chance takes the time to update his fans on how his life has been since the previous tape. He also introduces new lyrical and musical themes that we will get into next with my first impressions. First impressions. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. This technically isn't my first first impression of the tape. If you were to ask me back in middle school what I thought about Coloring Book, I'd say it's the greatest album of our generation. But that was also back when I was listening to Lil Pump and I thought that Lil Pump was good. So I would not trust my middle school self. My music taste has definitely matured over time and that has changed my opinion on this tape. Listening to this again in 2023 made me realize how far music has come. The opening song, All We Got, automatically shot me back to the early 2010s. This album definitely introduced aspects to R&B and hip-hop that artists use today, such as live bands and choirs. I believe that artists have tried to interpolate Chance's sound with these characteristics, but haven't achieved the level of class and flavor that Coloring Book has. Lyrically, the tape is kind of elementary, but the best way I would explain this mixtape is to just vibe with what you're listening to. Chance isn't trying to impress his listeners with his vocals or his lyrics on this, at least I don't really think he is, instead he is trying to immerse his audience into a newfound life. The best way for me to explain this tape is that Chance has three modes. He has Worship Leader Chance, Storyteller Chance, and finally, Chance the Rapper. This is the first tape where Chance expresses his Christian faith through songs like Blessings, Blessings Reprise, How Great, and Finish Line. We also return to rap themes from Acid Rap and 10 Day through tracks like No Problem, Mixtape, and Smoke Break featuring Future. Finally, my favorite side of Chance shines through his storytelling tracks like Juke Jam and Same Drugs. The features on this mixtape make the project sound like a family reunion full of artists who are welcoming Chance back into the music industry with open arms. However, this project isn't perfect. 
I have some hot topics to consider before you press play on this. Chance the Rapper is known for working with The Social Experiment, which is a music collective that consists of producers, rappers, instrumentalists, and more. The Social Experiment is responsible for the production on this record, so there is no one else to blame for the horrendous mixing on the first track, All We Got. As soon as Kanye arrives on the track, the instrumental gets muddy because it's covered with multiple layers of Kanye's classic auto-tune melodies. I feel like they kind of just settled for what they had on that track, which sucks because they had Kanye West on it and I feel like they wasted the full potential of how the track could sound. Also, I believe that this mixtape would not be as big as it was if Chance didn't express his faith through his work. I am not saying that he shouldn't have done that. I believe that music is a form of expression, and if Chance wants to express his gratitude towards his faith, then he should have at it. What I am saying is that the Christian demographic tends to migrate towards new forms of Christian music when it releases. For example, Kanye released one of his worst albums, in my opinion, entitled Jesus is King. During this release, Christian people held Kanye in a new light and were proud of him for, quote, coming to his senses. But the album literally was not good. All in all, I think people search for relatable content. And the use of songs like How Great and Blessings welcome listeners that are interested about faith. However, this isn't my final opinion on this matter. Final I appreciate what this record does for hip-hop and R&B culture. When Chance approaches topics of faith, I appreciate the fact that he approaches it from a standpoint of his own experiences and doesn't try to go full church on his audience. As I said before, this is not an album that belongs in the Hall of Fame. However, this is an album that has immaculate vibes. Taking time out of your day to listen to the track Juke Jam may be worth it. Although I don't know what Juke Jam means per se, it has to be my favorite track on the project. I love the use of Justin Bieber's feature and the kind of nostalgic R&B undertones on this track. However, a song that I hate is Mixtape. The repetitive chorus and the waste of Lil Yachty and Young Thug's feature disappoints me. I feel like if your name is Chance the Rapper, you're going to have to have a better rap song than this. I appreciate that you wanted to take the time to try and go into the trap scene, which was slowly coming to the music industry back in 2016 when Lil Yachty was soon trying to take form, but I feel like this is not the way to do it. I feel like it was kind of like a waste of time. It could have been put in the vault, could have been at least worked on more because now it doesn't hold up in 2023 and I feel like a lot of people don't really listen to it. So overall, the question is, is this music to my ears? The answer? Sure. I think I could put this on in the background and listen to it occasionally. I think this album was great for what it did during its time of release, but I don't think it holds up next to the big dogs in the overall music game. I'd give this album a 7 out of 10. Well, folks, that's all I have for this week. As music critic Anthony Fantano says, did you like it? Did you hate it? What would you rate it? Tune into the next episode where I'm going to give my opinion on the weekend's fourth studio album, After Hours. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Music to My Ears podcast. Want to hear more? Follow me on Instagram at Music by Malk. That's Music by M A L K. See you soon.